Welcome to the Kingdom Crossroads Podcast with Pastor Bob Thibodeau. Pastor Bob conducts personal interviews with Christian influencers from around the globe, helping Christian authors, recording artists, CEOs, entrepreneurs, nonprofit leaders, and yes, pastors and ministry leaders to get the word out about what they are doing to impact the world with the gospel. Our podcast has been rated in the top one half percent of all podcasts in the world by listennotes.com, so you know your message will be heard. Now, here is your host with today's interview, Pastor Bob Thibodeau. Hello, everyone, everywhere. Pastor Robert Thibodeau here. Welcome to the Kingdom Crossroads podcast today. We're so blessed that you're joining us. Today is part two and the conclusion of a great interview with Pastor and author Sue Detweiler. Now, her book is called Healing Rain, Immersing Yourself in Christ's Love to Find Wholeness of Mind, Body, and Heart. And before we jump back in the conclusion of this interview, I want to just give you a real brief background on Sue because this totally blew me away. I, I'm not lying. At the ripe old age of 19, she started preaching. And at age of 22, she and her husband Wayne opened their own church and started to be pastors. Praise God. And they've been going strong ever since. Hallelujah. That's not often you hear a success story like that. The only thing I can say is, but God. Because when God's in it, all things are possible to him who believes. Amen. Praise God. Let's jump back into the conclusion of this interview now with Sue Detweller. Let's shift gears a bit. I want to discuss your book, Healing Rain. Yeah. This inspiration for this book came from your own health crisis while on a trip to Brazil. Can you share a yes, little bit about that did. with us? Yes, it did. And it, it was like going from perfectly healthy into like a perfect storm of different things that happened. Um, and, and by the way, we travel to many, many nations, um, a different nation almost every month. But this story is again about Brazil. So we had traveled there in 2008 and um, my GI tract was contaminated. You know, I got a fever when I was there, didn't quite recover. And basically, um, it went undiagnosed for quite a while. And during that undiagnosed uh, time, it set off a chain reaction of multiple autoimmune things, Hashimoto's thyroidism. I, I got huge bold spots from Allosopia reta, another sort of... Um, uh, autoimmune. It was just thing after thing after thing, appendectomy that needed to be healed. And and you you have this point in your life where you're like, okay, my body is no longer working like it was. What's going on, God? And and I do think um when you have something chronic Often, it's very easy to fall into a victim mentality, which I believe I did at that point. It's like my story, I would begin to tell my story over and over. So I'm meditating on all of what, you know, the enemy was doing, and I was not doing my normal of, of speaking health and believing health. So I do believe that I had to have a mind shift and a revelation of what was happening. Um, and I needed to encounter God, I needed his healing. Um, but here's the good news. 
like I've described all of that stuff. The good news is that God's totally healed me. Now, it was a process, a process, but like my thyroid was completely healed. They tell you that can't happen, but God did it. You know, I've got a thick head of hair. You probably can't see me, but I mean, and you know what else, Bob? I really feel like he's renewed my youth. I mean, renewed my youth. Where most of the time people have no idea how old I am because I don't look how old I am. And I have the energy and the vitality um, that it's a supernatural healing. And I'm very, very grateful. Yeah. Amen. Amen. And that was the inspiration for this book. So why do you believe now is the right time to publish Healing Rain? You know. I knew that I'd write this book for quite a while. I remember talking with somebody on my healing team and um, she said, I think it's a book on suffering, you know, because you go through things like what I'm describing. There's a lot of suffering involved in those types of health challenges. Um, I tried to write it in such a way that someone that was in the middle of a chronic situation could get a breakthrough. Amen. Amen. I wasn't just going for mm, encouraging faith. Like later chapters, I'll talk Mm -hmm. about faith. (laughs) I was wanting to engage the mind, body, and heart. And create a pattern for people to be able to find on their own any lies that may be blocking their personal breakthrough. That they could see how immersing themselves under Christ's love, that there could be such a shift in their health that not only would they gain the victory in their own life, but they would be equipped to minister healing to others. How did the Lord move on your heart to take this book on as a project? It was a very clear assignment, um, a very clear assignment, like a mandate from heaven, I would say. <laughs> um, and as he began to move on my heart, part of what I began to do is share stories of people's healing. And Bob, I also tried to share some stories where people prayed and they weren't healed. And I did that on purpose because sometimes people are in the body of Christ. They believe for somebody's healing and they die. And then all of a sudden they don't believe in healing anymore. They give up, you know, God's not been faithful or God doesn't heal. It's like they change their theology based on their experience. So I actually include a story in here and then how you can deal with the mystery of that, you know, with the fact that there are times that the final healing is in heaven. And I wanted to do that because I, I, I want us to be authentic and real and at the same time, 
fully go after healing and knowing that it's our inheritance. And if it's a delayed for a little while, it's just that it's a delay, but to continue to pursue full, complete healing. Because, you know, these bodies are not destined for heaven. We're getting a new body in heaven. We're the, the Lord's concerned with our spirit and that's what has to be renewed. And, and, you know, I've prayed for people and they've died too. You know, (laughs) it's like, pray for me. Let's see what happens, you know, type thing. But the, the thing is, there could have been so much damage done by things that happened in their life that, you know, God says their time's up. They're coming here. They'll be completely healed when they get here. And you have to accept that as part of quote unquote life here on this earth. But I know it's difficult when you pray for a loved one and they do die, you know, but the, the, the good news part of that is they're in heaven and they're healed now. They're, they're completely healed now. There's nothing wrong with them in heaven. And, you know, my mother died when I was 18 months old, giving childbirth to my brother. But, you know, I know that when I get there, you know, if a day of I, this is just something that I've picked up and it, it makes me feel happy. Uh, but a day of the Lord is a thousand years, thousand years is one day. Well, it's been 50 years, well, 65 years since she died. And I know if I die and go to heaven, it, to her, it'll seem like she's only been there about 10 minutes. She's like, oh, what are you doing here? <laughs> so, you know, it's it's just one of those things that it the Lord answers our prayer. So if we pray for someone. Well, and the healed, final and promise, die, the final healing yes. is in heaven. Yes. And that heaven is such a real place and such a wonderful reward. I sure am looking forward to my heavenly body. Amen. I mean, that's going to be really cool having a heavenly body. Amen. Praise God. Amen. Amen. How many books have you written over the years? Do you even know? This is my fourth one, and I am so happy about it. It's my fourth one. I did a lot of writing in my earlier years for curriculum within the church, um, used within the church, and um, uh, led a school of ministry that grew to 500 and developed that curriculum that mm-hmm. other schools of ministries use. So a Amen. lot of my writing was focused on within the church until God shifted me very clearly with a word of the Lord. In fact, Bob, I'll tell you, I was leading two schools and mm-hmm. on a pastoral team of a large church. And I had a vision of being before the throne of God and God saying, well done, but I had books for you to write. Where are they? I mean, I felt the fear of the Lord and had to let go of some ministry responsibilities in order to obey God and begin to write books. Yeah. Amen. Amen. I, I understand that completely, you know, with the ministry that I have here, you know, I mean, when I, for whatever reason, you know, going to Bible school, you know, you're called to Bible school, you're going to be ordained, you're going to be in the ministry. So what's the next thing? Got to open a church. You know, I mean, but no, 
<laughs> he's called pastors and evangelists and prophets and teachers. You know, there's all these different branches. You know, you don't have to be a pastor just because you're in the ministry. And it took me mm-hmm. four or five years to figure that out. You know, I am not you can be a policeman minister. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Amen. Yeah, I was a chaplain with our department, you know, but but the uh yeah, I and I, I tell people, you know, oh, so how come they call you Pastor Bob? Well, I guess it's kind of like a governor or mayor thing. And once you get it, you got that title because, you know, I was a pastor. So everyone calls me Pastor Bob. But, you know, I am not called to be a pastor. I'm called to do what I'm doing right now. I mean, this is only the Lord can do this. You know, the, like we talked before the recording about, you know, start your own weekly online radio station. How do I do that? (laughs) Only the Lord could grow. And if he'd have showed me that day, what I'm doing now, I said, no way. I'm going the other way. I'd be, I, they'd have been writing about the book of Bob instead of the book of Jonah, you know, because (laughs) (laughs) there was no way I'd be doing what I'm doing today. If he'd have showed me this, praise the Lord. Amen. But yeah, I agree with you completely. You have to fulfill your calling, you know, and, and getting yeah. back on, on the healing rain, you also believe that every believer should have their own team, a healing team. Explain what that I is do. and why it's so important. Well, one uh, healing team that focuses it in the positive, you know, it's not a hospice team. <laughs> it's a healing team. Amen. It's a healing Amen. team, which means your healing is coming. And and there are times that the crisis um, needs to have uh, not 20,000 people. It needs five. Hmm. So some of it is also narrowing and that you are who has God given you? Who's the doctor? Who's the nurse? Who's the nutritionist who's the you know so the medical part but also who are the people that you can be real and raw in in the struggle in your struggle of faith who are the people that carry anointing as heart healers or counselors how are they on your team and i think it came from we would do this as pastors I mean, whenever there was a crisis in the family or ministry, I mean, we would think about, okay, who's on their team. But I think when it happened for me personally, I experienced the unexpected death of my 23-year-old son, which threw me into a grieving process. And also, I just didn't emotionally have it in me to talk about it with lots of in a public way Um, and so sometimes we need people very close to us walking through those heart issues yeah one thing that's interesting about that bob is uh, i actually after my son's death i (laughs) i did not pass a heart test, you know, where they, they test your heart. And I remember the doctor being very concerned and, okay, we need to schedule the surgery for you to have, you know, the catheterization and, you know, gave me medicine to drive around with, you know, those scary times of, okay, 
something may be wrong. If we go in here, we'll need to do heart surgery. Um, so anyway, I'm in the middle of that process. I had an encounter with Jesus in my room where I felt heat from the top of my head came down like hot oil and just rested on my chest cavity and then flowed to the bottom of my feet. And I knew, I knew that I was experiencing a healing of God. And he spoke to me and he said, I'm doing a, a double heart healing. I'm healing your heart from the grief of the loss of your son, but I'm also, I'm physically healing your heart. Uh, because I had been born with a mitral valve prolapse, but I'm physically healing your heart. And, and, you know, he did just that. And I later found out that people can literally die of broken hearts. I mean, literally, they can have no heart condition, go through some type of trauma, and then be killed by that heart condition, that the onset was of a emotional trauma isn't that interesting did you know that i heard about that i i don't mm -hmm. have any uh, personal knowledge of, of someone it's that I called know that broken heart there. syndrome yeah. yes Amen. isn't that interesting wow. so god heals us but we've got to get our heart before the lord yeah amen amen in your book you have a story about a church in brazil where the church members had been praying around the clock, someone praying every 15 oh, minutes for the pastor's yeah. wife and daughter. Can you tell us about that story yeah. and why you included oh, it Oh, in I absolutely love this. This is Pastor Silas and Carmen. And when Carmen had her first daughter, Vanessa, uh, basically she went into attack in her body. And when Vanessa was born, it was, they didn't know if Vanessa was going to live. I mean, she was in the NICU and for the mom, she basically, her kidneys were not working. So it looked like they could lose the mother and the daughter and mm. the church Basically, they already do 24-7 prayer. This is an amazing church. But what they did is they had people sign up every 15 minutes to pray. Amen. And they did this for days. And then the, the senior pastor, Eduardo, um, who's now in heaven, he went and prayed over her. And he literally saw two angelic arms coming down and hands holding two brand new kidneys. And sure enough, when they tested her, not only did she recover, but her kidneys were like brand new kidneys. Um, and, you know, the power of prayer and the power of agreement in prayer is so important. Yeah, Amen. that is so true. You know, when I opened our church here in Baltimore on the grand opening of the church, first service, uh, my dad came down from Michigan and, uh, and he, for the past 25 years had heart condition. He'd had like four or five open heart surgeries, you know, like two or three quadruple bypass surgeries and all that stuff. Wow. And he was on, when he came down, he was on nitroglycerin tablets. He'd take six, seven right. of them a day a day right and during the church services we're wrapping up 
the Holy Spirit told me, call your father up, lay hands on him, and I'll heal him. So I told him, uh, I was questionable whether or not he was actually saved or not. And uh, so I told him, Dad, if you'll give your heart to Jesus, he said he'll give you a new heart. You know, so he came up, I laid hands on my own father, prayed for him. That night, we're at my daughter's house, and uh, he developed an abscessed tooth, and it was really bothering him. So my daughter worked at the hospital in the emergency room, so she took him in so he wouldn't have to wait, you know, and they, they got him in. And the doctor said, I can't do anything for you because of your heart condition. I can't even give you medicine because I don't know if it'll hurt you or not. You're going to have to go home and see your own dentist. So the next morning, he's drove back to Michigan, made an appointment for Tuesday morning to see his dentist. The dentist told him the same thing. I can't do anything for you without clearance from your cardiologist. So he called his cardiologist. On Thursday, he went to see the cardiologist. The cardiologist gave him a stress test, all this stuff. He came in. He said, Bob, if I wasn't the one who had done all these surgeries, I wouldn't believe what I'm looking at. But it looks like you got a brand new heart. There is nothing wrong with your heart. So he had the abscess do taken care of and all that. And he did not have any more heart conditions for like another five, six years before he died of lung cancer because he was still a smoker. But, uh, you know, I mean, yeah, God gives you a new heart. I (coughs) truly believe that. And and He does. These testimonies, these examples we're sharing, that's not something unique. That's not because of the great brain power of Sue Detweiler or Bob Thibodeau. It's about Jesus. It's about the Holy Spirit. And that's what the book Healing Rain is all about. Praise God. Mm -hmm. So there's probably someone listening right now who's struggling to receive their healing, or they know someone who's struggling to receive their healing. What would you say to them right now in their struggles? Well, Jesus is with you. And I I would probably say, uh, I encourage you to go to my website and download seven steps of grace, which I talk about the keys of how Jesus death on the cross and how that applies to your life. And I'd also download the first video that's in the series where I talk about the healing of God. Both mm. of those are free. Go to suedatweiler.com and sign up for the video series. Amen. But to, to say to you, the finished work of Jesus on the cross is something that you can claim right now, that by his stripes, you are healed. Whatever I would do, I would begin to immerse myself in the study of the word of God and healing. Yes. So that you know, without a shadow of a doubt, drive every form of doubt out of you, that you know that God is a healer and that God is good and that you can trust him. I would also probably organize a healing team. Mm-hmm. And I'd organize some intercessors just oh, by sharing. Jesus. And by organize, I say, like every time I travel, I have people that are praying for me and I will let them know how to pray. Sometimes mm-hmm. you need to let people know how they can pray for you so that you have agreement in prayer. Amen. And I Amen. would also say to you that no matter what, If Jesus is Lord of your life, then you have the victory. Like there's absolutely no doubt 
that God's healing is for you. Mm-hmm. And if it's final healing in heaven, I'll tell you, that's pretty wonderful too. Yeah. Amen. And I, I wouldn't, I, I wouldn't, um, turn away from that in the fact that it's a promotion to go to heaven. Yeah. It's a promotion to be in the presence of God and have a heavenly body. But at the same time, not until not a day earlier than the fullness in your life. And I believe there's some of you right now. It's like God saying, don't give up. You need to believe me because your greatest days are ahead. Your healing is ahead Mm -hmm. that you are going to have a supernatural renewal of youth. And I, in fact, I just pray that over you right now that you would come into agreement with a supernatural renewal of youth in your mind, body, and heart. Amen. 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 Folks, I hope you receive that. Praise God. Hallelujah. Now, as we get ready to close, I do want to mention your podcast. Share with us about your podcast, Healing Rain. How long have you been podcasting now? I had a word from the Lord right before quarantine that and it was very clear, like I recorded my voice because it was a prophetic word from me. Coming from God, he told me about Healing Rain. Um, I had written a song called Healing Rain. He told me that it would be global. It's in 135 nations. He told me that it would carry healing revival to the nations. And he's totally done that. So it came from a prophetic word. I didn't know how to do it. I, I spent time in the prayer room, really listening to God and charisma out of the blue called me up and asked me to join their network. They helped me get going. And, but it was a proceeding word from the Lord. And so I'm, I'm just so grateful. I'm grateful for the impact that it's had in people's lives. And I'm also grateful for how it's built so many kingdom friendships. Yeah. Yeah. Hey man, it does. Podcasting serves as a network, you know, that, that mm-hmm. you're touching people's hearts and, and, you know, Andrew Womack told me, he said, you're touching so many people's hearts that you won't even meet until you get to heaven, you know? And, and that's so true. That's what podcasting does. You know, every now and then someone will reach out, leave a comment or reach out to you. But for the most part, you're ministering to people that you'll never meet this side of heaven. Amen. Amen. How is it an interview or is it just you ministering? You know, I do both on it, but uh, the interviews have carried so much power. I've really leaned into a lot of interviews. Mm-hmm. Um, I love hearing how God heals people's lives. Amen. So Amen. it's been really wonderful. How often do you publish episodes? I am publishing once a week. I had been Praise doing God. it twice a week, but it's once a week now. Yeah. Amen. Amen. Well, Sue, this has been so interesting. How can someone obtain a copy of your book, Healing Rain, Immersing Yourself in Christ's Love to Find Wholeness of Mind, Body, and Heart? Is it on Amazon? 
Oh, of course. It's in every bookstore right now. You know, okay. it's a major publisher, so it's pretty easy pretty to awesome. find. Okay. Um, and then if you want to find free resources to accompany the book, go to suedetweiler.com. And my last name is spelled D-E-T-W-E-I-L-E-R. Amen. Amen. I'll put links to all this in the show notes below. Folks, do you continue to hit walls of resistance as you pursue your healing? Sue Detweiler is a prophet and host of the popular Healing Rain podcast. He's the author of this great book, Healing Rain, Immersing Yourself in Christ's Love to Find Wholeness of Mind, Body, and Heart. She's helped thousands of believers move from the trenches of despair and sickness into the fields of freedom, and she wants to empower you as well. This book is full of wisdom, incredible testimonies, discussions, questions, prayers, keys to healing. This book will point you to the words, actions, and miracles of Jesus, just giving you confidence to trust his presence and discover how to overcome trauma and destructive thoughts, open pathways to spiritual encounters with Jesus, to receive the power of his blood to heal every aspect of your life. I heard you drop down the show notes right now. While you're thinking about, click the link right there to order your own copy of Healing Rain. Amen. You never know when you'll need this information. Speaking from my own experience, you will not have time to find out the information when you're faced with a life and death situation. Get this book right now while you're thinking about it. In fact, I'd recommend you order two or three copies. Give, give one to someone you care about. Give one to your pastor, praise God. But whatever you do, get your copy right now by dropping down the show notes, clicking the links right there. Sue, thank you for taking the time to come on the program today and sharing with us about your ministry and, and this great book, Healing Rain. I do appreciate it. Thank you, Bob. I'm glad to be here. Amen. Folks, that's all the time we have for today. For Sue Ditwell and myself, this is Pastor Bob reminding you, be blessed in all that you do. Thank you for listening to today's episode of the Kingdom Crossroads Podcast. Please subscribe to our podcast so you can be notified when another episode is published. With over 800 interviews and 1,000 published episodes, Pastor Bob is known as a podcasting expert for helping others to create their own podcast to share their messages with the world. Please visit our website at www.podcastersforchrist.com. That web address again is www.podcastersforchrist.com for more information. Until next time, be blessed in all that you do.